And welcome to the TNT Podcast, the show where we will review anything, and I mean anything, except that thing you're thinking of. But I like your style. And we'll also be doing whatever the hell else we like, because it's our show, and we do what we want. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ty. And today, we're going to be bringing you a new segment that we're, we're pretty proud of, if I, if I must say so myself. It's called Segways. 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 Not like the Segways that the mall cops ride. Which is how I was spelling it the entire time. <laughs> For a long time until I just sent you a text with the right. I was just like, segue. And then I dot, just dot, dot. felt like an idiot. <laughs> it's actually spelled segues. 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 Is that, is that French? That's got to be French. <laughs> it's got to be. Segue. Segue. You got to uh, say it with like, oh, 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 oh segue. 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 There go there go our French listeners. Right? <laughs> I am so offended. <laughs> oh, how dare you say segway? So in this segue segment, we will be referencing random Wikipedia articles. I will pick uh, a random article using Wikipedia's randomizer, which makes this makes things very convenient, and uh, mm. just talk a little bit uh, about it. And Tyler will then try to segue into another random Wikipedia article. And then we'll just kind of go back and forth. And, we'll uh, try to make it as organic as possible, but it <laughs> in yeah. practice, it's been it's been hilarious. Um, and also, don't take anything we say as fact because ninety five percent of what we're going to say is bullshit. Because I'm going to be attempting to make relevant one topic to another that have nothing to do with each other. So I'm going to have to make something up. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not masters of segues here, people. We're just, we're just trying our best. And I've never we just hope you can respect that. Personally, I've never even wrote a segue. So, I mean, like I would really like to though. I've ri- I've written like a hoverboard, which is just, I assume like a segue without handlebars. So yeah, that would be a mess for me. I would fall flat on my face. <laughs> but before we get to that special segue segment, Tyler's going to introduce our review topic of the week. So anyway, Ty, have you ever been to a uh, to a uh, public restroom and you're washing your hands and then you turn around for the paper towels and there's no paper towels? They have a, a an air dryer, the oh. hand air dryer. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very familiar with air dryers, just so they, not a big fan of them. Yeah, okay. So have you... So first of all, they never get your hands all the way dry. So what you do is you turn around, turn it on because you don't want to walk out with sopping wet hands. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then you... Wa- like rub your hands a little bit under the thing and then you wipe them off on your pants and then you go on your merry way. Right. Am I right? Yep. So, um, but have you ever, um, used one of those Dyson ones where you like dip your hands down through? Have you seen those? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I can't remember what they Dyson call it. is always on top of Dyson's the future the shit. Oh, okay. So they have these hand dryers where it's like, it's made by Dyson. You dip your hands down. And it's like a U shape. Hmm. And you dip your hands down. It's like a, I think they call it like, I don't know. It shoots out like a blade of air that like really high, like really high pressure. Like you can actually see your skin like ripple. Right. And and those are okay. Okay. But where have you seen these? Like, um, I think I've, I want to say certain like restaurants have had them, and I don't know if any like WalMarts or any stores like that have had them. But I remember in some restaurants I've seen them. Okay. No, I, I, I don't recall seeing any of those, but yeah, like one of the biggest downsides of air dryers is like, I have, I'm a big germaphobe. So like when I leave a bathroom, like a public bathroom, I like to take one of the paper towels and like hold it as I'm opening the door mm. and then throw it away in the trash can as the door is shutting behind right, me. Right, right. So if there's no paper towel there, 
Like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just grab that public door handle with my bare Ugh. hands with the coronavirus all over the place? <laughs> well, hopefully. What So what they should do is either make all doors on bathrooms open out so that you can, like, kick. So you can just, like, like push, push it, it with right. your foot. Push it real good. Push it real good. Push it. Push it real good. I forgot where we were going. What were we talking about? Doors. That's Secret right. doors. Okay. So with the air dryers, I get the purpose of them and like the point of them. It's like, it's less wasteful. Like it's better for the environment because you're not using all that paper and stuff. Right. Right. And I'm all for doing that, but um, I'm also all for having dry hands. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> yeah, these things never get them all the way dry. I know <laughs> <laughs> they never do. So anyway, one, one through 10 tie air dryers in public restrooms. Uh, five, I guess. Right? I think I was, well, I'm going to give them a five too, because like I said, I get it. They're better for the environment than paper towels, Yeah, which isn't good, but they do use more electricity though. They use more electricity, but. I feel like, I don't know. I'm sure there's people way smarter than me that can figure out the uh, the environmental impact of using more electricity or using more paper or whatever. Right. But I feel like you see that on all the little air dryers. You see like that little tag that says something about the environment or yeah. whatever, like use less yeah. paper. And then you have the instructions that people have scribbled on. Like the first one says push button, which people scribble out parts. So it says push butt. <laughs> and then it says... Uh, Rub hands uh, gently under warm air to where the people scr- scratch it out. And it says, uh, rub hands gently under arms. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? I've sort of seen that. But I've also seen one where they scratch out step two. And it says, like, uh, it says step one, push button. Step two, receive bacon. Because the <laughs> the pitcher looks like it's blowing bacon out. Oh, yeah. Like the curly yeah, red the lines. Warm air. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I'd give them a five because they never dry your hands good. And the only time that they're really useful is when your hands are cold right. and you go in there and you're like, ooh, ooh, that's nice. Warm my hands up. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like I said, if there's no paper towel dispensed through there to go along with it, then there it's even probably lower than a five. But as long as there's a paper towel dispenser there where I can grab the door handle, then I guess, you know. Or if the door opens outward, then right. I guess. Which that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Hang your doors uh, like opening like outward from the bathroom people or better yet just don't have a door have like a bendy hallway Ooh, yeah. where you can't like, like most, see straight in. yeah most walmarts have that right yeah you just kind of walk through my uh what some of the bathrooms in my high school were like that so you wouldn't have to open a door at all i remember when they took the doors off the bathroom yeah stalls? they took the doors off the bathroom like, stalls. what am i supposed to just go in and take a shit yeah while people just walk right in front and of everybody at me? and just everybody would be like hey, look at that guy taking a shit yeah i, I always had to hold mine until after school Either that or I'd try to go to the one very at the very end next to the wall and hope nobody came down there. Like if it was an absolute emergency and I was right. either going to poop myself or. <laughs> or just try and go during class. When, yeah. You so know, like, there's less chance of somebody walking. Right. But then like a teacher would come in. Have you ever had that? Like you're you're like in the restroom and a teacher would come in. And you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I have my dick out. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh... Anyway, Ty, let's get to these segues. You yeah. Start off. I'm feeling some segues. You you want to start? No. To start? <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. So um, so have you ever heard of this uh, a dot 
A dot? A dot. Like a, yeah, like, like a dot. You know, like, like a, circle. a singular dot? No. A dot um, is is a generic term derived from the Arabic language. Is that I, one I word, a dot? Yes. Okay. Like Adele? Yes. Okay. Just like Adele. So it's a Hello. singer. A dot is a singer? No. It is a term derived from an Arabic language for describing a variety of local customary practices and tradition as observed by Muslim communities in North Ka- 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 California, Central Asia, Calabasas, Kaukasus, Kawasaki, close, Kawasaki. Um, you know what I've heard is over in the Calabasas or whatever you said. Yeah, that place. Uh, the germ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the germ. The germ, not like not like germs in general, just like the germ, the one germ yeah. that just so a really problematic. No, okay, so the germ is a magazine actually. Oh, okay. Uh huh. It's called the Germ: Thoughts Towards Nature and Art and Literature. Oh. It was published first in 1850. It's a periodical, mm. so it was basically period. yeah a dot. Uh, ah. a dot period periodical yep. segways people segways <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> it was not a success it only had four issues and one of them showed a man violently pulling an arm at the a woman's arm backwards as if he's trying to break it good off good lord yeah i mean that's at least that's what i'm getting at oh and I the, can see why they didn't last the, jesus christ oh, no 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 hold on the picture is called my beautiful lady uh mm-hmm uh, no yeah no yeah hmm yeah okay no well i'm not done oh william holman hunt so anyway what about him no let's just go on okay so do you think um terrence stamp was ever featured in the germ yeah i think so well terrence stamp was uh alive in like the 1850s right um I mean, if 1938 is is whatever you just said. Yeah, that's exactly what I, Yeah. No, 1930s? Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't think it is, but... Uh, go ahead. Uh, so, he, yeah, he was this, this English actor who trained at the Weber Douglas Academy of Dramatic Art. Yeah. And the, he starred in 60 William films. Uh, Weber Douglas. Weber, yeah, that's the opposite of William Douglas. Yeah, Weber Douglas. That's across Weber the road. William, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, he starred in. Uh. He no. His performance in the title role of Billy Budd, his film debut, earned him an Academy Award mm. nomination for yeah, Best Supporting that. Actor. But he didn't win. No. No. No, because he's a loser. Because he, he was loser. featured in the Germ. Like. Yeah. No kidding. That just ruined the his reputation. You know what he did do though? What? Uh, he discovered the dual polyhedron. Oh, no, no shit. Yeah. Do you know what a polyhedron is? Uh, I know it has something to do with shapes. It's a shape. It's in geometry. So a polyhedron is associated with a second dual figure where the vertex- vertices of one correspond to the faces of the other. So it's like a weird kind of diamond shape, right? Ah, but diamonds the, okay, are so, forever. Yeah, but the dual polyhedron is like, so you have a cube and then like a cube inside a cube. Oh, so, so it's like... So, so one's it's like facing intersecting like a, cubes. Yeah, and so it's making like a nice little spiky shape. Intersecting cubes would be a good band name. Oh. And their uh one of their songs could be called the dual polyhedron. There you go. There we go. Um but anyway, it's actually it could also be called an octahedron. Octahedron. Yeah. 
because well that i think that's a kind of polyhedron like you know how an octagon's a kind of polygon right so i think that's kind of what they're getting at so uh you know what else is a, a, a kind of polyhedron what's a polyhedron sean hood yeah He's uh he's this American screenwriter who was best known for uh, his horror films and action thrillers. Mm-hmm. He uh, actually graduated uh, from Brown University. No kidding. And just uh, like uh, Brian Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Griffin. Brian Griffin. Brian Griffin. <laughs> he uh, he wrote the episode Echoes for the NBC horror anthology series Fear Itself. You remember that? Oh, I actually do remember. Did you ever watch Fear Itself? I don't. It was I, actually really good. Nope. It was like. It was an anthology anthology show. Is that what that said? I think so. But anyway, yeah, yeah it was. It was so imagine like, um, I don't know, kind of like goosebumps type of thing. Mm, but it was okay. it so was like, aimed more towards adults though. Like it was like actually pretty scary. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna sneeze. Uh oh. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> I really we're thought we're, I was. we're fucking keeping that in. I don't give a uh. shit. <laughs> okay um, go on sorry sorry okay no fear itself it was aimed more towards adults and also the uh the intro for it the theme song was sung by the singer of system of a down so that's pretty ah, cool yeah serge yeah serge yeah he's canadian you know what else is in canada the manuel's river ah mm-hmm it's in the manuel's river yeah the manuel's you think manuel's river would be in like mexico yeah manuel Manuel. Manuel. Man as well. But no, it's uh so basically it's uh it's in the eastern portion of the town of Conception Bay South. Conception that's, Bay. Yeah, Conception Ooh, that Bay. That's dirty. where they have all the babies. Well, not have the babies, but that's where they make all the babies. Right, because it's conceiving. Mm-hmm. Conception. Yeah, it, it it approximately travels uh it approximately travels, not travels approximately ten kilometers of terrain and empties into the waters of the conception bay mm. uh, i'll empty my waters into your conception bay <laughs> <laughs> you know i i think uh what what that river runs through is uh the kabang district kabang kabang because you know <laughs> conception yeah kabang conception yeah uh, you like that <laughs> the kabang district um you know it's it's a thai corruption of kabe Kai? like you kabe? like that, your that's corruption? how they get the name for it like Thai, T H A I. Oh no, I was thinking Thai corruption, like you. Yeah, like, I mean, I am pretty corrupted. Okay. Anyway, so you corrupted the river. Yes. Okay. And uh, its its neighboring districts are Sabayoy of Songkhla Province, mm-hmm. Yaha of Yala Province, and Kedah of the state of Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I did. Malaysia. Malaysia. Many Malaysias. Um, you know what's right next door to Malaysia? I'll bet you're going to tell me. Uh, yeah, I am. It's Heath, Indiana. Oh. It's a ghost town in Indiana. In the Indiana. Indiana. Well, okay, so there's Indiana, and then next door to that is Indiana. Oh. And this is where okay. Heath is. It's a ghost town. Man, that sounds like a good place to be. Yeah, it was a small town, but now it's extinct. There used to be a bunch of Heath, Indianas, but then they were... They were hunted to extinction by poachers. Oh, man. But the last one was in Perry Township in Tippecanoe County in uh, Indiana. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and that is all the information I have. <laughs> <laughs> man, that sounds like a really interesting place. I mean, I guess if it's a ghost town. Yeah, know, but there's not, so there's, there's like not ghosts much. there. Yeah. Um, and they're uh, from Indiana. So, you know, go Colts, right? Right. 
I hear uh, Heath, Indiana is uh, sister cities to Bars Dorgdon. Dorgdon? <laughs> Dorg, Dorgdon, yeah. I think. Yeah, I know Dorgdon. Yeah, it's a commune in the uh, Dorgdon department in southwestern France. <laughs> oh, Dorgdog's in the Dorgdog <laughs> de- department. Yeah, yep. I know that. It's got a population as of 2008 of 235, so it's 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 also pretty small. So it makes I heard sense the, that they're sister the, cities. I heard the rock bunting bird is uh, native to dog bunt. That's the name of the bird. One more time, what is it? Rock bunting. <laughs> Like bunting in baseball? Yeah. Rock bunting. So like... Like, okay, you know when you would say, ooh, look, there's a robin there. Mm-hmm. You would say, ooh, there's a rock bunting. <laughs> I'm not I even... just picture this rock holding a baseball bat. Yeah, and it's bunting a bunting. baseball. That's base. Uh, so, okay, so that's where the bird actually gets their name. Huh. Uh, so see, they're famous for their bunting skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, you know the, the team, the Orioles? Yeah. Um, well, they were also, they were originally going to be the rock buntings, uh-huh. but they didn't think that rolled off the tongue as well. The Baltimore but, Rock Buntings. I, 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 I mean, I, they would pretty much be limited to just bunting. Yeah, I, I feel like they would have to. I mean, that's kind of in the name. Yeah. But if they were, like, really good at bunting, hmm. I feel like the catcher would kind of be on, like, would be ready for that, like, every time, though. Right. You know, I think uh, they were planning on moving the Baltimore Rock Buntings to uh, Kelso, California. Mm. Kelso, it's, like, from that like 70s that show. That 70s show, yeah. yeah. Um, I know him. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so Kelso is uh, is also a ghost town, and a, a defunct railroad depot in the Mojave National Preserve in San Bernardino, California. Oh no, is it also extinct? It it is. It's a ghost town. <sighs> What's up with all these ghost towns? Poachers. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's stupid. Like okay, so first first of all, you know Heath or whatever I said, and then Kelso, they hunted Kelso to extinction. It's just a, a damn shame. <sighs> I feel so bad for him. I don't. You know why? Because he never gave Jackie his jacket when it was cold outside. What a dick. You remember that? He I... says something like, she's like, I'm cold. And he's like, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you, no, I want more information. Go, go on. Okay. Um, so starting off as what was a simple train depot in the 1920s, the town of Kelso boomed briefly to as many as 2,000 residents in the 1940s. When borax and iron mines opened nearby, mm. gold, right. and, gold and silver were also discovered in the nearby hills of what became known as the Kelso District. Kelso District, yeah. Um, you know who's from the Kelso District? Who's that? Gilbert Carlton Walker. Oh, that that Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. So basically, what? Okay, so he was born in 1833, and he was a United States political figure. He served as the 36th governor of Virginia. Um, so he was from Virginia, mm-hmm. so Virginia, Virginia, he was at a first as a Republican provisional governor between 1869 and 1870. Uh, and again, 69. as a Democrat, wow, traitor. Okay. Just flip sides whenever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right. Elected. I mean, if you're going to stick, if you're going to have shitty ideas, stick to your shitty ideas. Yeah. Don't Actually, just... no, don't it, like it's, it's okay to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's, uh, oh, and then. Then he switched back. He was the last Republican governor of Virginia until uh, Linwood Holton took office after he died. Linwood Holton. Of uh, accident with Lincoln Logs. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Those things can be dangerous. Yeah, he slipped on one. Like, his kid left him out and, like, right at the top of the stairs, and he slipped on one and knocked his noggin. Like, like those were... 
you know, the precursor to, to Legos. So like stepping on Lincoln Longs. Was oh, man, that was that was the meme back then yeah. instead of Legos. But oh, stepped uh, on a Lincoln Long. Yeah, and then he violently fell down the stairs and gave it an eight out of ten. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, who, who probably took over for him was uh, Nick Cohen. Nick Cannon? Nick Nick Cannon from Drumline. <laughs> That's what he's just Nick Cannon from Drumline. Nothing else. I mean, it's such a great movie. It's a great movie. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Uh, Nick Cohen. He's Cohen. A, a a British journalist and mm-hmm. author of and author and a political commentator. Mm. He's a, a column columnist for the Observer. Oh, a, a good blogger magazine. for the Spectator and a writer for Standpoint magazine. Standpoint. Standpoint. I know the Observer. The other two sound like uh, fake news. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing they're made up. You know, like so fake. In fact, that they published an article about Madam Satan. Madam Satan. Is Madam that Satan. Satan's wife. I think so. So basically, okay. So Madam Satan was a 1930 film by Cecil B. DeMille. Cecil B. DeMille. I think I've heard of him actually. Yeah, he made that film. Uh, shit. 1930. Uh, Madam Satan. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like I've heard that. Somewhere. Or or Madame Satan. Madame. Is a it's a oh it's American. Why is it Madame? Okay, it's a comedy film. Produced and directed by Cecil DeMille, mm. starring Kay Johnson, Reginald Denny, Lillian Roth, and Roland the Farter, flatulence to the king. Denny and the Denny Singers? Yeah. <laughs> it's been called one of the oddest films uh, ever made, and it uh, made its debut during the golden age of film. Basically, so what happens is Mrs. Brooks and this other guy pretend, okay, so she pretends to be Bob's wife. But then Bob turns out to be Satan, and oh, that Bob. He's and so then tricky. so she's Madame Satan, and she has to. Oh, so it know, is the Satan's wife. Yeah, it's like this whole thing where like she has to like try to not be Satan's wife anymore because she didn't sign up for that. I shit. mean, who wouldn't want to be Satan's wife? I personally would love to be Satan's wife. Can right. you imagine? Yeah, that like the uh, the clout that comes with that. You right. Know? It's like it's like uh, you know when you marry like a sugar daddy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I would totally let Satan be my sugar daddy. Like you know Satan would take care of me. Oh, my. Oh, he'd take care of you, all right. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know um, what was the uh, title track to Madam Satan? Mm. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Here it goes again. <laughs> exactly. Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, by Ab- ABBA. The ABBA song. Yeah. Uh, it's a song by the Swedish pop group ABBA, mm. written by Benny Anderson, Bjorn, <laughs> Olvius, and Stig Anderson. By Bjork? By Bjork. <laughs> Remember Bjork? Yeah, I sure do. Oh man. Um, so yeah, that, wasn't that used in that film, Mamma Mia? It, it was, I believe. Do you think they used that song in Mamma Mia? I don't. Mm, I song, feel like the I feel movie like, that the mm, whole song is based on. No, are you sure they used it? I don't. I think that's a little on the nose. You know? Right, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like uh, the guy in Rocky being named Rocky. You know, like that's, yeah. It's a little which much. totally wasn't the case. No. I do remember in Mamma Mia though, like the, uh, um, the car that they drove in Mamma Mia was the Reli- Reliant Fox. Oh, the Reliant Fox. Yeah, it's a small four-wheeled glass fiber utility vehicle manufactured between 1983 and 1990 by the Reliant Motor Company in Tamworth, England. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Tamworth. 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 It's a it's an English like truck thing. Basically, the Fox is one of several small four-wheeled economy vehicles produced by Reliant, a manufacturer well-known for its three-wheeled cars and trucks. Three-wheeled? Three, is it three-wheeled? 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many foxes? Uh, so they made it in Greece. The Uck and... Uh, no, it had four wheels. Do you Sorry. think they were made of, like, literal foxes? Or, like, the interiors had fox fox mm-hmm. fur on them? No, uh, no, faux fur. Faux. Sorry. Yeah, it's pronounced faux. Oh, okay. Yeah, F-A-U-X. Faux fur. Faux. I always, when I was little, no I, joke, I always thought it was pronounced fox. I, I said fox until, like, last year. Funny, funny story. <laughs> My mom had a... Fox? In her recipe book. Yeah, she had a fox in her recipe book. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it was it was it was called uh, what I now understand as faux nuts, like you know, like donuts. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I read it as fox nuts. Oh man! And I'm like, why do you have a recipe for, for fox, fox nuts, nuts in your recipe book? I don't know. She's like, shut up! They're good. Don't shame me. I love fox nuts. I love fox nuts. You know who else loves fox nuts? Your mom. The great residents of La Chapelle Moulière, a uh, a commune in the Vienne department in the Nouvelle Aquitaine region in western France. Oh, okay, yeah, western France. I've been there. Have you? No. Oh, okay. But you know who does live there? The Myosauricaceae. Of course. Yeah, they're it's a subfamily of mammals. Man wolves. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's a subcategory of mammals. Mammals. Like a shrew. So basically, they're shrewd. They have white teeth, and they live in the Sahara Desert, which is in France. Oh, the Sahara in France. Yeah, the Sahara in France. The so Saharans. They're related to shrews and also uh, mice and uh, wildebeests. Wildebeests. So, yep. Wasn't... Uh... Pumbaa, a wildebeest? Is that what he was? Yeah, Pumbaa was a... N- no, uh, yeah, he was a wildebeest, and it was the... It was warthogs that uh, Mufasa got ran over by. Oh, okay. Yeah, a, a stampede of warthogs. Okay. Yeah, and then... Gotcha. And then... It's all t- back Timon was a, was a shrew. Yes. And, and Pumbaa was a wildebeest. Yep. Great movie. Yeah, Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King. Right, that's what, that's what it's called, right? Burger King? Yes. Burger Tiger King? No. No, you ruined it. Okay. Tiger Burger King. <laughs> you know who really enjoys some Burger Tiger King? Mm. Mirza Midi. Magic Mirror? Magic Mirror on the Wall. Uh, so Mirza was the youngest child of Baha'i, <laughs> founder of Baha'u'llah. No. And his wife, Asiya. I'll see you later. <laughs> His wife, I'll see you later. Did her husband leave her? <laughs> I think so. Uh, so he was given the title. <laughs> no, was he like, honey, what, what was your name again? I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see you later. And I'll then see you later. And never talk to her again. Uh, anyway, he mm. was given the title Goosen E. Atar. <laughs> Goosen? Which translates to purest branch or purer branch. Mm. So, yeah, he's he was from Persia. He was, sounds like a pretty great guy. Yeah. You know who else is a great guy? Huber B. Scudder. Mm. He's an American politician. He was born in 1888 and died in 1968. Oh, poor Huber. Yeah, but he was a U.S. Uh, <clears throat> mm. He was a U.S. representative from California. 
California. I California, IA. So you know he was probably pretty. Nope, never mind. He was a Republican. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> so much for that. No, I, well, let's see what he did. He engaged in real estate and insurance. Okay, no, I've heard this before. No, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those real estate people. Yeah, no kidding. I like, like who needs who needs homes? Nobody. Nobody. I don't live in a home personally. I, I just live on the street. I don't even live on the street. No, oh, you get a street. That, that must be nice. Right? You live in the alley, don't you? Yeah. I live in the alley. You live off my street. Yeah. But no cars drive by me. Nope. You know who else doesn't need a house? Mm. The Salyut 2, which was... Like uh, T-O-O? Like Salyut also? N- the number 2. Oh, okay. Sorry, go on. Which was a, uh, a Soviet space station, mm. which launched in 1973 as part of the Salyut program. Mm. And uh, it was... It was the first all-Mars military space station to fly. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. And they also lost the space race to the U.S. Yep. Because they're losers. Because they're losers. And that's what they exactly. do. If they would have paid more attention to their periodic table, maybe they would have had a chance. Do you know the you know the periodic table? I love the periodic Quiz. table. What's the first element on the periodic table? Hydrogen. Nice. What's the last? Uh, uranium. Nope, not uranium. Einsteinium? Uh, Oganesson. It's number 118. That's that's going to be my next guess. Right? Oganesson. I love Oganesson. So basically it was... if you don't know what the periodic table is, maybe go back to middle school biology. But Yeah, I feel like that was kind of standard. I don't think it's used in biology, actually, but... Um, Middle school science, at any rate. Dmitry oh. Mendeleev published the very first recognizable periodic table in 1869. In that time, at that time, it only had like uh, four elements on it. Mm. That's it, not a very big periodic no, table. No, it had hydrogen, uh, boron, calcium. You're a boron. Wow. Rude. I I'm sorry. The, no, I quit the show. I'm sorry. Come back, Tyler. Tyler, come back. Okay. Uh, boron and... Did I say nitrogen? Well, uh, if, if I didn't, it was nitrogen again. Uh, okay. Or iron. It, yeah. Helium. That's how many it had on there. Hmm. So... It's grown quite a lot. Quite a lot. By 118-ish. Do you do you think they used the periodic table at the country club district? No. Uh, which was a group of neighborhoods comprising of historic upscale residential districts in kansas city no they definitely they don't even know what the periodic table is in kansas city kansas kansas city kansas yeah because that's where kansas city is right i mean part of it is just not the famous part well like they're two different cities one of them is in kansas but Mm -hmm. the one that everybody is talking about and the home of the chiefs definitely is not and the home of the royals home home on the range home of the brave Land Where of the deer the, and the antelope play. Land of the brave, home of the sapiens. Some Homo sapiens. Wow. Are we going there? No. So yeah, J.C. Nichols began developing the district in 1906 with a neighborhood that he called Bismarck Place. Bismarck, South Dakota, North Dakota. I can never remember that one. Bismarck is North Dakota. Okay. And Pierre is South Dakota? Pierre. 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 Are they French in South Dakota? I would assume so. Why would why else? I I know why. Because it's close to Canada and French Canadians and but, South Dakota. But Pierre. But 
French Canada's in Eastern Canada. Yeah, that's what I said. South Dakota. Okay. Is it? I, so like by Maine and stuff? Yeah, that's, I mean, like the Montreal area. Montreal. 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 Yeah, you know what makes me think of the country club district? Please tell me. Ending this segment. Oh, thank <laughs> God. I don't know how much longer I could have oh, kept that up. Oh, that was... Oh, man. My, my like, mind is just all over the place. I don't even remember anything we talked about. I don't either. Like, name one thing before the country club district that we talked about. Go ahead, one. A dot. A dot. And then a, and then a periodical. The, the germ. The germ. The germ. Uh-huh. That's the last that's thing. That's it? Yep. I, that's all we is talked that, about. Is that it? I think that's it. I think that's it. Anyway, did you enjoy listening to that as much as we didn't enjoy recording it? <laughs> right. Yeah. That... It sounded great on paper. It did. But in practice, we'll have to see how that went. <laughs> but I, I think you'll I, I think, think you'll like it. I think, I think you'll like it because you just sat through it and listened to it. So if you're hearing if you've us... Made it, if you've made it this far, then you must not have hated it that much. Yeah. Like if you're hearing us talking about it right now... Right. And you obviously didn't hate it enough to just turn it off, unless you're just being nice. Right. But let us know if you want to hear more of this kind of thing, because it, it could be really good or really bad, depending on the randomness. Right. Of, it's all up to Wikipedia. Yeah, it's not I up don't, to us. I don't get to pick what I talk about. Like, they have to give us good articles. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know what you thought of it. And, and also offer up suggestions of any right. other, like, things you might want to, us to review or anything. I'm open to or, anything. Or any segments segment ideas or, or anything yeah for sure for sure yeah we'll do so on things like this we're definitely going to still do a review but then we can just do any kind of segment we want because it's our show and, and be sure to follow us on facebook instagram mm-hmm. and twitter mm-hmm. and all three and subscribe on apple Podcasts and, and spotify. follow on spotify. spotify either one or both do both yeah just do both be cool and like tell your friends about it right Tell your friend. Tell your mom. Tell your sister's cousin's aunt. Family and friends are friends. And family. Anyway, that's all we have to say on that. We'll see you next time. Bye.